This episode of the Craft Sanity Podcast is brought to you by listeners like you who donated $1 a month through Craft Sanity's Patreon page. Learn more at CraftSanity.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Ackerman Haywood, and you're listening to the Craft Sanity Podcast, an interview show all about art, craft, and creativity. Well, if you couldn't express yourself, how would you de-stress yourself? And if you couldn't make and build and sing, and knit and paint and dance and spin, would you go crazy? Well, if you're going crazy, here's something amazing to help you keep it together. One, two, three. Craft sanity, craft sanity. Hello and welcome to episode 191. On this episode, I'm going to bring you a conversation with Stephanie Barnes and Maria Vatisse. Many of you are probably very familiar with the 3191 Miles Apart blog and projects that these two women have done. Their latest project is a really beautiful, beautiful book called A Year Between Friends, Crafts, Recipes, Letters, and Stories. And this is actually coming out on Election Day. So there's a bright spot on Election Day that has nothing to do with politics. And I do recommend that you head to the polls, my American friends, and then head to the local bookstore right afterwards and grab a copy of this book. Because what is so wonderful about it is that it details kind of what the relationship, well, exactly what the relationship between these women has grown into after 10 years of collaboration. On this episode, we're going to talk about how they met, started collaborating, and just the beautiful thing that has grown out of it. And that's one of the great things about the internet. I mean, there's a lot of bad things about the internet. I mean, there's a lot of people being rude on the internet and a lot of things we're trying to prevent our kids from seeing on the internet. The internet at the same time has allowed so many of us to connect. And in this case, there's 3,191 miles between Maria and Stephanie, and yet they've been able to collaborate on many projects from books to magazines to just a daily photo blog of taking snapshots of their lives and posting those photos side by side for many, many years. And they have built quite a following. I know often I feel completely like a fish out of water in my local community. I don't live right next to people who want to borrow a cup of sugar and make a quilt. But what's really cool is when I post photos online, I can get feedback at any hour. I actually did a quilting project um, collaboration with somebody in Australia. Bev, hello. I hope you're well. And I hope we get to kind of revive that actually. So pour yourself a cup of tea and enjoy this story. I did leave parts out specifically. I did not ask Stephanie and Maria to talk about the hardest part of 2015, the year that they documented their correspondence and their lives. But I did that deliberately because what I didn't want to do is steal the thunder from this book. I really want them to be able to tell their story and present it to you, the reader, in the way well, basically in book form. So I think sometimes when you hear too much about a book, 
it kind of steals that experience of getting to re read the book. So uh, I hope you do check out this book because it really is lovely. So at this point, I want to take a moment to thank my Patreon sponsors. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. It's humbling. And I mean, I don't have hundreds of Patreon sponsors, but the small group that I have, I value you so much and really appreciate your sponsorship. So thank you so very much for being part of this team. Uh, I also want to thank my uh, episode sponsor. And it's Andy from PlumDeluxe.com. I really want to just encourage you to head over to PlumDeluxe.com and check out his Tea of the Month Club because it's a really great gift idea. It's also kind of a self-care idea as well. If you really like tea and like to get lovely surprises in the mail, <laughs> this would be a good thing to sign up for. And like I said, it's also a great gift idea. What I actually went ahead and did since my last podcast, I did a Q&A with, with Andy and posted that on the website. So you can head over to craftsanity.com and under the write-up for episode 191, you'll also find a link that will take you back to that Q&A in case you missed it. So the story behind his business is really interesting and I love to find out about what goes on behind the scenes at small handmade businesses. Andy is hand blending these teas with his team. That makes it pretty special. So if you want to know the story behind it, I invite you to head over there and check that out. And if you'd like to become a sponsor of an upcoming episode, get in touch. I'm feeling like I'm getting my momentum back and I want to keep these going on a regular basis. And as of right now, I don't have a sponsor lined up for my next show. So there's an immediate opportunity for you if you're interested. Uh, I know Christmas is coming. The holiday shopping season is upon us. And this is a good opportunity to get your you know information out there. All right. So let's get to that show. Grab some tea and a project. And here we go. I'd love to hear the backstory of how the two of you got acquainted online and started you know, blogging together. I'll start. This is Stephanie. Back in probably about 2005 or so, um, I had just started, um, I had kind of sharing things on the internet, things that I had made, crafts, uh, and taking photos of those crafts and, um, and use the photo sharing site Flickr to share those things. I met Maria on there. We started looking at each other's photos and became sort of online friends. And then in December of 2006, I went and took a photo of my breakfast table and I put it, it was nothing remarkable. It was just <laughs> everyday morning thing. And this was sort of, you know, this was pre-Instagram, pre-take-a-photo-of-everything. Right, <laughs> right. And I put it on Flickr the same day. Maria had taken a photo of her breakfast table, and she put it on Flickr. And so she went on there, and she saw mine. Then she sent me an email, and it had the two photos side-by-side side in a diptych. And she said, what if we next year took photos of our mornings every day and shared them this way? And I thought, I'm not really a good photographer. I'm sort of new to photography. 
I'm going to run out of things to take photos of. <laughs> what, what is this? I could, those things all went through my brain, but I said yes immediately. And so that was how our project Dear Your Mornings was born, which so we took photos of our mornings. I would take the photos, send it to Maria. She would put them together and we would post them on this blog. And then um, those photos became the book, A Year of Mornings. So that's that's the sort of, that was 10 years ago. And that's how we got started. Did you ever imagine that you were on the verge of something that was going to go a decade and beyond? <laughs> uh, def- I, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> we, no, I mean, we, I remember so clearly the first day we posted our first diptych on January 1st, 2006. And um, I'm thinking we might've even emailed about it sort of later in the day, but I remember thinking, oh, we'll put this up. And at the time there were comments open, which again, this was 2006, sort of taking you back a decade, like comments sometimes were open on blogs, sometimes they weren't. Um, It was sort of a new thing to just comment on a random person's uh, website Mm -hmm. and be able to kind of have a conversation that way. Like it just, I mean, it's so hard to think back on that, but that was just very new. So anyway, we put the, put the diptych up and I thought, oh, you know, I know a couple of friends. We had some mutual blog friends. Um, I thought, oh, you know, they'll tune in and they may comment and, um, that would be great, you know, but we really did it for ourselves. We were doing it to collaborate together. This was just sort of a random idea, very random, very organic, just like, let's do this. Come on, let's do this. And then people came, people showed up on the first of Jan and the second, and it, it took on this sort of momentum and we were getting a lot of comments. I mean, I don't remember the numbers and that, that site is not, not up anymore, obviously, but we were surprised because we had no intention. We had not made the intention of anything in the future. It was all about the day-to-day. We're going to do this diptych every day for a year. That was our commitment. And now we're, we are a decade into collaborating together and it's gone in a lot of different directions. And um, now I sort of feel like I don't know what I'm doing if I'm not putting my photographs next to Stephanie's. So (laughs) it's like, that's, it's it's definitely changed the course of of my life in that way my of my imagery in in such positive ways when you first started did one person send the photo to the other person and it was posted or did you both go on to the blog tool and post your photo and then just someone made it live and what was the the routine that you got into so i was east coast she's west so we're 3 hours difference which has always been like a fun issue for us to navigate <laughs> right um with with the 3000 miles apart but um, so I would take my photograph. We, we made, I remember this sort of vaguely, but I remember thinking we made sort of a general rule. Let's try to take it before noon. So it really would be morning. So I would take my photo, which, you know, noon for me, nine for her. So I would have my photograph already taken, brought into my computer and I would just wait for her email to come through. And generally, um, being an early riser, just like me, Stephanie would sort of she tended to take her photograph maybe in the 7, 8, or 9 a.m., you know, area. Mm-hmm. So she would get it to me, and I would make it, you know, a diptych in, in Photoshop and, um, and and make it live. So her first time seeing the diptych was online with everybody else. My first time was seeing it on my computer and often really, you know, having some incredible sort of quiet, private moments with this diptych, which 
isn't changing the world or anything, but definitely was affecting me in, 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 in this way of just seeing, starting to see our sort of, um, cosmic connection, um, in the way that we thought we were seeing the world at the time. At what point did you realize, like, each of you were going to be part of each other's lives more than just sharing photos? It was going to go deeper than that. I think the depth of the friendship comes from the collaboration. So when we started, we really, really didn't know each other very well at all. And uh, we had met once, but um, in person, face-to-face interaction. But um, I think starting on this project and then that involved taking a photo every day and having Maria show up to do it and then feeling strongly how much I wanted to show up for her. And believe me, there were many times I didn't want to show up. I didn't want to, I didn't want to have to try to take a photo. I wanted to, I wanted to break or I wanted, a, you know, um, and then I, I did show up and she showed up and we made it through the year and we created this thing that brought this community of people together to look at it. That was when I recognized the connection between us. And now 10 years later, we know much more about each other's pasts and lives and there's more intimacy, but in a lot of ways, our relationship, it's unlike any of my other friendships or relationships. It's really, it is about this. Um, and it's very special and it's very unique and uh, it's very hard to explain, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> but it's like, it's super special and I love getting to share it with other people. And Maria, do you want to weigh in on that as well? I would agree with Stephanie wholeheartedly that our that when we started the project, we did not know each other. We have had a very unique experience of getting to know each other through the course of this collaboration because we've had to talk to each other about the collaboration, but also, and of course, you know, get to know each other and just talk. But also many, many things have happened in the last decade to to and around both of us. And um, as anybody knows, and I will just speak to women because I think that there are a lot of, I think our audience, you know, would skew more feminine Mm -hmm. and more female. It's a tremendous time going through the years that we went through and witnessing each other's mothering and caring for elders, friendships, dealing with hardships, loss, um, all of those things happening over the course of having these creative collaborations. And as Stephanie said, showing up to do them, it, it absolutely has been for me, you know, I, I sort of make a joke, like I've had my therapist for a decade and I've had Stephanie working with me on these projects for a decade. <laughs> and it's, it's seriously like a really amazing kind of, um, balance for me because this is, you know, so, so in, so that said, I think that I look at our friendship as such a sort of touchstone for me and that's, and in that it blossomed out of the the collaborations and that it continues to sort of, we continue to stride side by side as things in our lives happen. And as we choose those, choose to share those with others. Are you guys in communication, like daily communication offline, just, you know, phone calls or. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, you know, it started as sort of an email relationship and it was actually quite a long time before we even got on the phone with each other. <laughs> and then, 
And then we started having more phone calls and then we, you know, began texting. And um, so, and I would say now we definitely are in near daily contact with each other, but not so yes, for sure. Um, And that's, and, and about things related to this and about things just about life. Both, both is happening. I actually feel it's a part of the project that people don't quite know. And even some of our longtime followers, they really think that we've been friends for a long time for even before we started the projects. And mm-hmm. um, so I think it's, I think it is worth noting because I've often wondered, you know, it is such a different time now, 10 years later. And now how can people meet in a random way like this? Because there's so much more comparing, like, would I have been, would, would we have met over, you know, on Flickr and on our blogs 10 years ago, like in this time now, it, it, it's such a different environment. I mean, I found watching Stephanie kind of looking at her life, um, from where I was sitting, looking at her blog and looking at her Flickr, I found it very inspiring and calming. I, you know, it, it sort of brought up a sense of home for me that I enjoyed seeing and all of those feelings where now we're looking at in so many strangers homes and, mm-hmm. you know, and strangers who might become friends on the web. And, you know, I don't know if it's the same feeling and I include myself in that, you know, where you're sort of, um, you're, you're sort of thinking, oh, they're, they have that thing in their kitchen. I might want to get that too. Or, you know, they made that recipe. I'd like to make that this weekend. You know, our, our brains are working differently. Whereas maybe 10 years ago, it was sort of like, oh, she's having that cinnamon roll. It looks delicious. And it gave me a moment to pause. I don't think I necessarily was thinking right away of kind of comparing my moment to hers. And I mm-hmm. think, so I, I guess it's all to say that I think it's an interesting point that you br- that you bring up the friendship. And I think it has some parts that people don't necessarily know and that we don't talk about a lot. And And I think it's really unique in that it sort of thrived, you know, over the, over this last decade, I'm not sure starting today, it would have the same trajectory. I mean, obviously it wouldn't, but I'm just saying, you know, it's, we're living in a different time. Yeah. Well, I think Instagram has, has changed things a lot too, because there are people out there that, um, I, I went to a conference recently and found out I'm doing Instagram wrong. Um, <laughs> because I, I don't just have one aspect of like my business or, you know, my life, I don't have separate, I kind of just document everything, you know, that it occurs to me to document. And one of the things I'm noticing too with Instagram and just what people are documenting online, we've become more savvy as a society of how to like, you know, um, curate our online personas. And some of us choose to really highly, you know, really polish it up. Um, I tend to be more plain Jane, this, you get what you see, you see what you see is what you get kind of person. Back when you guys started, this was a lot more organic and uh, that might've made it feel more authentic. I don't know if that played a role in it at all. I I think I just, oh, I just wanted to follow up. I I certainly think that friendships now this way are, are as authentic. I mean, I, I don't want to definitely want to follow up on that just because I think, you know, I do think definitely the moments now are more polished um, and they can be, I think they were more polished. They are more polished now than when, when, than what Stephanie and I were putting out a decade ago. That's just, just so much easier to make it look so to make the photograph look better or to put a filter this or that. But, but I, you know, I think it was more sort of speaking to like, I'm always curious if we met now, 
if we, you know, met online now, how it would go if there would be this edge of, um, I don't know, this, just this edge that we seem to have with each other now that I just don't think we had back then. I don't know, Stephanie, if maybe it makes sense to you too. I, I will say that, um, and you know, like I, I'm hesitant because I feel like this old person that was like the good old days, <laughs> but you know, like it felt more intimate, um, when we started out to make these connections, um, probably cause there were less people mm-hmm. doing what we were doing. Yeah. So my discovery, so now it's also really cool because it's also like all these cool people to find and discover and who are sharing online, it's great. Like, I don't, I think it's great that people are doing that. Um, and it's great if they do it in a polished way, if that feels good to them. And it's great. I, I, I also love it, like some rawness and realness too. Like, I think there's room for it all. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can do Instagram wrong other than just not posting. Right. <laughs> right. But, um, but I agree with Maria that it's sometimes Now I'm like, well, what would it be like? But I do, I will say that what I hope our friendship represents is what you're saying, that there is this possibility to make true, real, long-lasting connections with people who are not, who you don't see face-to-face, and that um, those can be authentic. Um, And um, we're a good example of that. Yeah, I would say you're a fantastic example of that. So that's that's really good. Uh, and just to recap for people, you've done uh, several uh, print projects together. And can one of you maybe sum up some of the projects just for those who haven't caught every single project um, that you when was the, what was the first thing that you guys printed? Do you want to take um, that? Sure, definitely. Um, so so our project sort of went on um, a year or there was a year of mornings online that was online in 2006 became a book in 2007. Um, we did then followed the mornings online with evenings um, in 2007. And then our book came out in 2008. We self-published that. And then we moved into a, a magazine that we did ourselves called The Quarterly. Um, so that was four years of that, which we did ourselves and designed ourselves and printed. Our, everything was in-house for that. And that was amazing and fun, really, really fun for us. And then kind of moved into this um, next project, our new book, A Year Between Friends. I think for the last decade, we've basically always had a, I hesitate to say blog, I guess blog slash website um, Mm -hmm. that houses our work. Um, And and we try to post there and keep our photographs there um, as a way to just be together in a space throughout time. So when people get this book, um, those who are looking to pre-order it now, what can they expect when this arrives on their doorstep or they go to their local bookstore and, and buy a copy of it? Well, this this is a book um, that chronicled a year in our lives and, and in our friendships. So it was created month to month. So it, unlike a lot of books where you might write it all at once and then go take two weeks to photograph it, this was created over the course of a year. So every month we wrote a letter to each other and or one would write a letter and the other would respond to it. We took film photographs of our days. We um, chronicled food we were making, projects and crafts we were making, trips we took. And then we compiled those month by month so that you can 
follow throughout the year. Um, and so it has letters, crafts, and recipes and stories. Did you find that this project helped kind of sustain you through the rougher times that you had to go through during the year? Absolutely, 100%. It's 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 interesting now that the book is out and in my hands, only having been here for a couple of weeks, but um, it feels um, really amazing. Uh, I think that compiling the book in the way that we did is extremely unique. And so much like our other projects where we sort of held each other responsible to be present, create the work, hand it in on time, we um, did that all year. And also just with kindness toward each other, if something was going on, um, the book definitely um, covers a, a couple of major things going on for me and that there are definitely things I did not know were going to happen. So in that way, so it, it's absolutely this sort of, I mean, I hope that people can really understand that it does cover this full year in the two of our lives and, um, and maybe connect to some of the the ups and downs of what, of what happened and kind of know that we were experiencing those and, and kind of this piece grew out of that. There's a lot of, um, a lot of emotion to it. And, and I think that that it will always, always be one of the most special things that we've ever created. I think it, because of that. It'll be really interesting to see what kind of feedback you get from, you know, the, the fans out there. Yeah, I, I think we're really looking forward to it because we were we were so we were in it for so long. Well, and also that's very kind of you to say. Just want to just want to say because it's we haven't really get, gotten any feedback, you know, just from the people in our life um, over the last couple of weeks. But it's interesting if you think about it. Uh, and just just to give you a simple example, um, very often in 2015, um, I was dealing with something difficult. And, you know, we had our sort of deadline set up and our kind of thoughts about around the month, you know, we made sort of a loose plan. This will, these will be the things we might do in January and, or, and then of course, always allowed each other to insert whatever might have cropped up a new recipe or a project that came to mind. Um, occasionally it, throughout the year, these things would come up and they were difficult and challenging and certainly put me behind, let's say, not even just the deadline, but just even in my my mind, in my in my creative space, in my heart. And Stephanie was just an incredible force through all of that. You know, she would just sort of be like, you know, via email or, or a call, you know, I've got these, you know, I'm doing this and I'm working on that. And don't worry, I've got this thing going. And and it was just so it was just really nice you know the balance to know to know that I was working on a project with somebody who that month that I might have been falling apart she was you know maybe falling apart too but but not but not enough to you know get off her of her deadlines and it felt so she felt so strong to me as a sort of pillar throughout the year and definitely exactly like you said it could could hopefully remind people of sort of how to support people who are going through things with their, with these simple things, these simple reminders where she would literally remind me like, you know, 
I've, I've done this work. I've put it on our, you know, our hard drive when you can get to it, it's there. And that was just so comforting to me. You know, there was never any pressure, you know, it was just that she was showing up for me creatively and that sort of helped me unfold into what I was working on that month. And, and I think, and, and in similar things for her, if she was sort of um, bogged down with, with something emotional or personal going on, um, I would sort of do the same. Maria, can you maybe describe, you know, a little bit about your, and for, obviously your fans know, because they've been following you, but for those who are um, learning about you, or maybe not as familiar, um, what is your life like um, in uh, Portland, Maine? I live with my, my sweetheart and our um, baby who's, was born (laughs) last year, or no, gosh, yeah. (laughs) 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 The book, I'm telling you, the book came out very fast. Um, so it's like, whew, that was last year. Um, and, uh, I have a shop here in Portland, um, which carries sort of some things that I love and love to connect the customers with, um, and handmade things and things for your house and clothing and whatnot. Um, and what my is, day-to-day, what is your, if I can interrupt you, what is your shop called? So people can sure, maybe visit when they're in town. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, Definitely. It's called more and company. It's M O R E, um, and company. And we're online too. And definitely it's so fun to see. We, I do get a lot of three, one, nine, one, um, um, visitor followers visiting the shop, which is really lovely. I mean, I, I'm hoping to carry the, the book here, which will be fun too. But, um, but yeah, I mean, my day-to-day it's, it's very flexible. Um, I definitely balance, you know, the work, the freelance sort of lifestyle with, um, the home life. I, I would say I'm not kind of overly busy with the way that I handle my day to day. I, am very easily overwhelmed. So I tend to keep my day down to sort of simply what I need to get done or who I'm with. Um, I try to be there for it may mean that my day is longer. Um, I definitely get up early. I'm usually up at 5.45 or 6, and maybe I'm up till 10 or 11 um, just to try to space out the things I need to do or the people I want to see. Um, so, so yeah, it's, my days here in, in Portland, Maine are, are uh, I guess, somewhat simple. We can wa- I can walk to my shop, and as Stephanie does, too, you can walk in your neighborhood. It's so that's part of what's nice about living in our Portlands. And I spend as much time, obviously, with, with Luna at she's just 14 and a half months um, as I can. So and then, you know, friends always hosting something, dinners, um, you know, supporting friends and, and family in the area, too. So that's kind of my my thing. All right, Stephanie, how about you? Well, I'm the West Coast side, so I'm in Portland, Oregon, and I live here with my husband, Jack. He's an architect, and our two kids, uh, Mia and Miles, who are both in high school. And um, I work for Jack part of the time um, for his architecture practice, and then I also... um, We'll do photography projects for other clients or, um, and I also am a maker. I make things. I started out making um, soft toys and sculptures and um, I've sort of, you know, put my fingers into a lot of different crafts and tried a lot (laughs) of different things. Um, And I'm always, I'm always, I'm always doing that. So that's, that's in the book too. Um, Things, sharing some of the things that I make. 
um, and teaching others to make them. And my life here in Portland is just centered around um, enjoying my great city and uh, work outside of the home part of the time with Jack. And then the rest of the time I'm doing projects here and I try to walk everywhere. I usually walk up to like 10 miles a day. Oh, I try not to you. drive. Um, and so I spend a lot of time just outdoors. Um, and um, that's like a big part of my day is just walking places and getting places by foot. Big part of who I who I am and how I spend my time, um, how I get my exercise and how I how I do my thinking. Uh, and um, and of course, I'm taking pictures all the time, too, when I'm doing that. And that's my life here. Well, when you first uh, met each other online, were you each in Portland, like in the, your respective Portlands? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You probably have had a million discussions about that early on. And now it's old hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, we, you know, it came up in that um, we were trying to figure out a name for the project, I think, you know, that that piece. I mean, I remember first thinking about it, like, oh, yeah, we're, we're in these Portlands. Like, we, you know, there's, there's, our, there's another connection, not just visual and creative, um, but there's this other connection. And, and then I think we batted around, or I was sort of, we batted around a few ideas, but Stephanie ended up naming, coming up with the, the mileage and, and the name from there. And so I think that that piece has definitely become a definition of the project more as sort of a piece of the of the title mm -hmm. of our of our of our 3191 miles um and you know then we and and then I think probably you know since we were both in these portlands and that was a decade ago we've both seen a lot of change in our in our portlands and they're now although Stephanie's was sort of I think maybe more recognized on the scene than mine in the scene in quotes but like it's um now starting to be more of maybe part of the story in terms of like both towns being food towns and having art, like both having thriving artist scenes and all of the, the other things that come along with the, the two Portlands. Um, so yeah, but it really was for us, I think kind of an afterthought <laughs> to just, <laughs> um, to just it being, you know, Oh, we're in Portland, Portland and Portland. Let's, let's do this. Um, and it's certainly how I describe the project to people somebody who doesn't know me, I say, oh, I'm, you know, I do this project with another woman in, in the other Portland. And they all, and, you know, and certainly they always think like, oh, that's an amazing. And it, and it is, it is pretty incredible that, that, that it ended up that we both were in Portland and in, in each of these Portlands. But it sounds like it, it would have happened if one of you was in another city in your respective states. It would have been, it was still, it still would have worked out, it sounds like. <laughs> I mean, it probably would. I, do you think so too, Stephanie? I do think that we would have connected regardless of right. where we lived. I do think that part of what's interesting about what we do or presenting what we do is is this big distance and this sort of like, you know, the far reaches of, of the country, maybe not like socially and culturally, but like <laughs> right. geographically. Right. And then, um, and the, like she's saying, there's this three hour time difference, even it's just this real, um, like coming together to sort of despite that is sort of an undercurrent of what we do that if she was in California, 
we would probably still have connected, but maybe the project wouldn't have felt as exciting. I don't know. I, it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie, yeah. did you do a Google map search to figure out the mileage? Like, how did you make that calculation? I, exactly what I did. And I've done it again, and I don't get the, the same number. <laughs> but, <you> know, <laughs> Shh, should I edit that out? <laughs> No, because it's exactly to the point of when we started this, you know, I never thought that this would be something that would end up like this number would end up on the cover of a book. Right, right. And so it was actually a friend of mine. We were, I was like trying to like brainstorm things and a a friend of mine for names of, of what we would call this project. And a friend of mine brought up the idea of the, of how many miles it was. And I, and so I, I literally went up and I think I just, you know, put it into Google maps or something, our mm-hmm. two addresses. So it's sort of like the driving distance based on like in 2005 or 2006 or something. So, <laughs> but it was, but what came up was this number that I really loved. Yeah. The number the is cool one, too. And, and yeah. the nine one. And yeah. I just was like, that's it. This number is really great. I love this number. Mm-hmm. Now, is that number accurate? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, it does, it's all water under the bridge at this point. That's yeah. right. Uh, what else can people expect coming up? And I know you're, you have some things you're planning that aren't ready to be announced at this point. But is there anything that you guys have, you know, that you think that you're thinking you might do that you can tell people about? Well, we just um, published the archives of our past um, kind of website slash blog posts from the pat from the years past. Um, we were kind of working on those for a while. Um, so there, there are a lot of really wonderful old posts, um, recipes, crafts, stories, inspirations kind of there. And so that's kind of new. Um, we have, um, kind of a plan to shift some things on our website and are, are planning to, to kind of come back with some words every Friday. Um, we have, we've just been doing images all year and last year and, um, have been missing kind of an opportunity to share just, just something that happens or we're thinking about or something kind of small from the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that'll be happening on Fridays on, on the website. Is there anything that you wish you would have known at the beginning that you know now, uh, if you could, you know, time, take a time machine and tell your younger self, um, just one thing about this, this collaboration and this project, is there anything that you would have done differently? I, I say this and then I'm, I'm just not a person that has sort of regrets and thoughts and back thinking, but I, I always think that I'd like to see Stephanie more. I wish that that, I wish that a part of these projects over the last decade because, you know, of course the projects are based on being separate. Right, Um, right, right. So it's, it's a challenge to build in that time. Um, so my kind of thought moving forward or, or wish for the past would be just that we would see each other more. You know, I wish that that, because who knows if we saw each other more often in the last decade, how many more projects or other things could have come out of it. Spending time actually in person, are, is is often what what brings a lot of these projects to the forefront. Um, so I think I would tell myself, you know, within those first few years, oh, you've got to get out there to see her more often. Um, you know, that's something I wish I had done more. And of course, we do see each other as much as we can. But I guess that that's my only thought is just 
you know, what, what that would have brought forward. And Stephanie, what do you, what do you think? You had a little more time I, on that question. <laughs> I, I would agree with, with Maria that, um, that I, I wish we could spend more time together because I think you'd be seeing even more because just when you were discussing what's next, uh, what I was thinking is, well, give us a chance to be in the same room because <laughs> right, once we right. do, inevitably um, something happens. And that's how this book happened was I was, I was just out there on a trip, um, just a visit, just 100% social visit. And uh, there was a book proposal by the time I left. And so um, I always am wishing we could spend more time together in the same room and make that a priority and figure out how to make that happen. Um, I also think I'm a kind of neurotic, worrying person, and I wish I hadn't worried so much about <laughs> everything over the last 10 years because it's all turned out great every time. Mm-hmm. And um, I've never not trusted Maria, but I've sort of, oh, what are, how is this going to, and even when we started this book, I was just, I was really worried that something that we were going to be documenting our year and something bad would happen. And some bad things did happen. And uh, we, we survived them. And in fact, it was a blessing to have this to work on. So um, I would say worry less. This is great advice. See each other more and worry less. It's, those are two <laughs> great takeaways, ladies. So <laughs> I, I don't know if there's anything that I didn't ask you that um, you would like to say and like, like people to know about your project, your friendship, anything else. I just want to um, give you a chance to add anything if you choose to. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, for me, one thing, you know, I guess one thing now as the book is coming out uh, and the project and our collaboration is a decade old um, and we're in a new era of comments and emails, um, I would say, you know, Stephanie and I, we we receive, you know, a lot of personal feedback on our work from our families and our friends. We've remained kind of quiet over the last decade in, um, in that, you know, we, we don't really put ourselves out there in a, in a shouting about ourselves kind of way. We, we've never had advertisers for anything that we do. Um, so what that means is trans in translation is we do it for free. <laughs> we right. do it we do it because we want to, you know, we want to, we want to do it together. We want to share it with you. Um, and one thing I've noticed, you know, over the past year or two in particular is now that it is more of a reaching out time for people and they are commenting and they do email more. We hear, we hear a fair amount of kind of, I don't know if I would use the word negative. Some of it is negative. Um, but let's just say comment commentary um, on what's missing in what we do. And, you know, one thing I would love to connect with people more on, and I'm hoping that that our book, being that it's coming out with Abrams and um, they have a a nice outreach and we're hoping to really connect with people that maybe haven't, that just don't know about the project yet. um, And maybe they'll find something in the book that they connect with. But I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to connect with people more in a positive way. Um, and they don't have to love the book. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, you know, it's, 
I think that we're in a time where it's easy to connect with people um, in a negative way, or maybe there some of our our viewers over the course of the last decade are sort of, you know, not into what we're doing anymore or what have you. And we hear some of that sometimes. Um, but what I what I'm Wait, excited so about people actually write to you and say. I'm not into what you're doing anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that just seems like crazy yeah. to me. Like, wouldn't they just like look at someone else's website or something, but they actually will tell you that? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. oh that's word. how it goes. But um, <laughs> they do. But I'm so, but I guess my point oh my going on about this is to say that I'm excited to have a new project out like this. Um, this is our biggest book. Um, with it, the most content we've ever put together in one place. Well, and it's the with most... a huge, substantial publisher. I mean, this is not child's play here, ladies. This is like everyone <laughs> would want to, if you're going to, you want to get a contract with these folks. Because you had Melanie, um, Melanie was your editor, correct? Yeah, yeah. she's amazing. She's and amazing. we didn't get to talk about how, what an influence she had. But yes, she was amazing. She's, yeah, she's so amazing. this is serious business. So for those who lost interest, I mean, they obviously have bad judgment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm saying nice. I'm saying that not you so it's on me I'll get the hate mail for that no. Jennifer no. at craftsanity.com you can send me certainly like we don't need to be it's okay we we get it like move you know people move on from ideas that and and things they're into that's fine my my whole point is to say that I'm I I feel like both of us are really excited to be to have a new project out that might connect with some new folks and, mm -hmm. and of course our usual, our, our, our longtime fans too. But I mean, this is, I'm just excited to talk to people who might be excited about what we're doing and they might connect with it. You know, it doesn't have to change their life or anything like that. It's just that connection, you know, these kinds of simple connections, it's, it's, these are the things that Stephanie and I are about. This is why we're doing what we're doing and why we share it. Um, and so I'm, you know, that's one thing I'm really looking forward to with this, with having a new project is just like being out there and being able to, to talk to people about it and, and hear what they're, what they're feeling about it. And Stephanie, I'm not going to move on here. I won't sign off before I give you a chance. Was there anything that you wanted to add? Any comments that you have before we go our separate ways here? No, I, I just would agree with, um, with Maria that she says the book is about connection. And I'm, I'm thinking back to, to you talking about the book and a little bit and about the parts where we're talking about some of the harder parts of that year. And we didn't set out to make a book that's also turns out to be about grief and supporting a friend and all those things, but that happened. Uh, and um, what I love about this book is if you are, are looking to cook something new and if you're, or if you're looking to uh, try a new craft, that's there. But also if you just have someone in your life that you're seeking to make a connection with, it would be a cool book to send to them. And, or that's, that's kind of why we made the book. So um, we hope people connect with it in that way. Yeah. And then maybe it'll inspire other projects, you know, like, that's, Hey, this is what, right. this is what Maria and Stephanie did. What could we do? And absolutely, absolutely. And there's so much to be gathered from these collaborations that you just do for yourself, even, you know, that's, it's so awesome to, to do that, to, to bounce, bounce your work off of somebody else's or off of groups. Um, I love that. I love seeing how that's happened with Stephanie and I, and that would be a, a real honor if we inspired that for, for anyone. 
And then I hope those folks circle back and leave a comment, a nice, lovely comment <laughs> on, your, on your website. That would be really cool. Uh, we'll <laughs> so. see. Thanks again. Thank it's been an absolute joy to get to talk to the, both of you. So thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I really hope you enjoyed the interview with Stephanie and Maria. And um, I hope this inspires you to reach out, collaborate with people, and just recognize that the people that you meet online and the people that are you know, kindred spirits, the people who like to do what you do, and, and um, not to devalue any real-life friendships, because I think those of us who are blessed to live near a person who has similar interests and uh, is a good collaborator, that's a really awesome experience. But um, I also know that when you can collaborate with people outside your community, that can be really fun too. And of course, it's a bummer when you can't see those folks as much as you'd like to. It really is a, a, a great gift to get to have your world feel like it's expanded when you make a connection across the miles that separate you. So, um, yeah, I hope you head over to craftsanity.com and I'm kind of inviting people to post about the friendships and collaborations that they've had uh, long distance. So I'd love to hear about the projects that you've worked on. So I'll be back soon with another episode. In the meantime, Craft Sanity, my friends, it works for me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Craft Sanity Podcast. To support the show, click the Patreon link at CraftSanity.com to donate $1 a month or buy a handmade loom or magazine at CraftSanity.etsy.com. Same time next week will be craft.